Welcome to Boutique Radio, where boutique owners learn how to run a business to build a legacy. All right, this episode is for new boutique owners or even those who aren't so new, but they're thinking of going full time. Or maybe you've been at it for a couple years now, and we want this episode to be an encouragement to you and maybe even a redirection so you can focus on what really matters to see real growth. Most boutique owners are first time business owners, and there's a big learning curve here, and we want to set you up for success. So, we're going to talk about three main things today to get you on the right track. So the first thing we want to touch on is, seems like an obvious fact, but let's just say it out loud. The IRS treats you like an actual business, right? Mm -hmm. They want to know your income and they want you paying taxes on it. So you should treat yourself like an actual business. You have to move past the point of, you know, we'll keep the exciting. This is fun. This is a hobby. I love to do this, but Mm -hmm. also get serious about the back end and the business side, because if you don't, you are going to end up wearing yourself out, running yourself into the ground. So if we're just treating our business like a hobby, then we're not building a real business that can be more profitable. But if we take it to the next level, if we're just trying to have a hobby or a business, we're not building a legacy. So we want to be more legacy-minded. More long-term. So the second thing we want you guys to be mindful of is to pay attention to who you're listening to. There's a lot of competing voices out there. Everybody has their own opinion about what experience worked for them, what process worked for them, what you should do, what you shouldn't do. You know, everybody has their lists of what's specific to them or their experiences. Because we don't want to shoot down all outside advice and wisdom, right? There's Mm -hmm. definitely wisdom in taking advice from people who have been there and know what they're talking about. You just have to have a good filter on what it is that you're taking in and weigh it against what you already know to be true and build on that rather than just being on a whim and grabbing a hold of any advice that floats by online, you know, any real don't don't get all of your advice from reels. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There's not a quick fix here. And there are so many voices. And I think it's kind of like an addiction to try to get more information. And so there's a lot of things. Yeah. And there's like copious amounts of new information. And I think as boutique Mm -hmm. owners, you can overwhelm yourself, not only trying to absorb it all and implement it all, but it's not always necessarily good advice. So you do need to use high discernment and have a strong foundation that you're working off so that you know who to listen to and can sift through all the information and know also it may be good information for someone else, but it may not be right for you, or it may not be right in a way that's specific to your industry. Right. Find multiple opinions and find a common thread of what works for you. You know, don't just grab a hold and try to copy and paste of what another business owner did and try to make it fit where you are and what you're doing and your life, because it's not even just about the business model itself. Like it's that part's not cookie cutter, but even if you try to shape it up, like the business side, your business as a business owner affects your whole life and nobody else has your life, but you. So you have to take these outside voices again, discern, like Jennifer was saying, on what's truth, you know, what are some things that I can apply to my specific situation 
and then work on building your own business into this legacy. So we hear a lot about positive thinking and we see a lot of boutique owners shaming themselves for having negative thinking. Well, obviously when you look at, when you actually look at your numbers, which is a positive thing, or when you're looking at the real data, you're not necessarily going to succeed by having positive thinking. I think seeing those negative income numbers at the bottom of your reports, like when you're a new boutique, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to look at that and feel all warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> like your positive <laughs> sunshine and rainbows are not doing anything for you. You need to be able to look at those numbers and then say, okay, let's, you know, you, you don't have to convince yourself something is not true. That is true. Mm-hmm. you have to take what you know to be true and build on that. You know, you don't have to be depressed about it or upset. You just say, okay, here's where we are. Let's start working towards a goal. Let's start working our way forward. How, what can I do now knowing what I know? Right. So when you hit a challenge and snags in your business, which you will, and that is part of the third thing that we want to talk about, but your negative thinking isn't your biggest problem in that moment. And positive thinking isn't going to be the biggest answer. What really needs to happen is strategic business moves to have a successful business. So there are real answers there. And when you do seek professional advice and you do speak to uh, experts in specific to your industry too, you, you can get real answers and take real steps forward as opposed to just thinking that it's just based on a mindset shift. Right. You shouldn't let yourself stay upset or in a slump about your raw numbers or Mm -hmm. this snag or whatever the challenge is. We're not saying that we're not saying, you know, you, you see that negativity and you get down there with it. Mm -hmm. We're saying, take what's in front of you, take the, what's really going on. What's reality with your business and set goals, set, like Jennifer, you said, um, strategies to pull yourself out of the slump. So staying positive in, I'm going to work on this. I'm going to knuckle down and I'm Mm going to work on what I need to change is different from I'm having all these positive thoughts in a different reality from what's actually happening with my business. Does that make sense? Right. So staying in active and and shaming yourself for negative thoughts and not seeking out professional advice, that's going to harm your business. And there is a lot of that advice out there and an overemphasis on positive thinking when there really are strategic business actions that you can be taking, like getting your books in order and doing your bookkeeping and then speaking to a CPA and having consulting and, you know, Again, it goes back to treating your business like a real business and you're not just winging it. I know it's, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of cute and fun to say, joke about these things, but this is your time and money. Yeah. And I've done it. I've done it in the past and it doesn't, it doesn't pay off. Yeah. And I think it's also important to remember the people that are closest to you, whether you started your business with a friend or you're married and your spouse who knows you the most, you should be able to have good conversations with them about your business and being clear 
so that you can bounce ideas off of them and get advice from the people who know you the most. And they Mm -hmm. may not necessarily know everything specific to your industry, but they know you Mm -hmm. and they know your goals and what, where your heart is, and they can help you sort of zoom out a little bit and just making sure that you're making good moves and good decisions for your business as a whole, as it's yours, not just as it's a specific business. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's really good. So Moving into the third thing. So this is all connected. A a real key when you're running your own business is not to panic. So think long-term, not short-term with everything in your business, because this is how a lot of people get themselves in a mess with the IRS or not Mm -hmm. saving money. You also won't be very successful at immediately. So you have to be patient because the Mm -hmm. average years it takes to be truly profitable is five years. So this isn't always the case but be prepared to not be profitable for a while. And as you establish your, your reputation in business, and this is another reason why it's not just because of a wrong mindset or negative thoughts. It just takes time to build your business. So you have to be patient with yourself and patient with that process. It goes back to the first point of the idea that when you have a legacy uh, mindset, as opposed to you're treating it like a hobby, then you can be in it for the long haul. So Luke 16.10 tells us one who is faithful in a very little is also faithful in much. And one who is dishonest in a very little is also dishonest in much. Mm -hmm. So when our business is smaller, when we're faithful in managing that smaller version of what it's going to become, this is how we build the foundation for being responsible for a much larger business. So I think it's important to, to look at your own personal budgeting and your personal income versus expenses. Mm -hmm. And are you being diligent there? Are you being a good steward of what you have, Mm -hmm. not just in your business, but in your personal finances? Are you being flippant in your spending? Are you planning for your future? Are you No, depending on what stage of life you're in, you may be a young boutique owner who just is planning for, you know, buying a house or budgeting with your husband or planning for children in the future, or maybe you have grown children or maybe growing children, teenagers, or wherever you are, there's always something to plan towards some goals you can set to the future. And that your personal budgeting and planning is going to tie into your business because you're the business owner. So you want to make sure that you are being a good steward with everything you have all the way around and not trying to draw this hard line between, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm so strict and diligent with my business, but my personal, I mean, we're flying by the seat of our pants over here. Mm -hmm. Like you need to be organized and a good steward of everything the Lord has given you in your personal life and in your business and what that's going to do for your mind, like as far as being able to think clearly, being Mm -hmm. able to plan clearly and being able to, like we said before, stay in reality. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. this is what's actually going on around me. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a huge key in staying on track because if you're in this cloud of confusion in your personal finances or your personal finances are great and because your husband is over them or a friend is over them, you know, or you're just really great at budgeting your personal mm-hmm. stuff, but then your business is a mess. I mean, they tie to each other is my point. 
mm-hmm. need to make sure that you're being clear and organized across the board, or at least working towards that, whether you can handle it yourself or you're going to pull in somebody else to help you. I think it's important to get those things straight so that you can move forward and build. Yeah. And the other piece to this too, you know, a lot of times there's comparing. And so you also, you think about, well, I'm, I'm only making a thousand or 5,000 a month and you're comparing yourself to the boutique owner that's making 20,000 or a hundred thousand a month. And so there's no less of a responsibility that you have for where you're at right now with your monthly income and where they're at. And so really being faithful also in that when it does feel really small, we love helping boutique owners learn how to run a business. And if you want to dive into more content like this, you can join us in boutique school and it's a membership training packed with modules on everything you need to know. Um, the link is in the podcast description or go to boutiquebookkeeping.co forward slash boutique school. And we will be back with you next Thursday. Bye everyone.